Welcome back to 3-Minute Doc with me, Sergeant Aaron Heft. In 1847, members of the state militia and volunteer forces, the predecessor of today's National Guard, were embroiled in combat in the Mexican-American War. As U.S. forces pushed south, they faced urban warfare and a near loss at the Battle of Buena Vista. To ensure victory in continued campaigning, the U.S. government opted to change the area of operations and force the Mexican Army to fight behind their main line of resistance. To carry out this shift, the Army utilized a doctrinal technique known as a turning movement. The turning movement is one of the six forms of maneuver identified in Army doctrinal publications, such as FM 3-90-1, ADP 3-90, and FM 3-0. According to this doctrine, the six forms of maneuver are the envelopment, turning movement, frontal attack, penetration, infiltration, and the flank attack. Combined arms organizations accomplish their mission by synchronizing the contributions of all warfighting functions to execute these forms of maneuver. So what exactly is a turning movement? FM 1-02.1, Operational Terms, provides common language descriptions of the tasks and maneuvers that make up larger army doctrine. If you're looking to understand something described in another publication, Operational Terms is the place to check. According to FM 1-02.1, a turning movement is a form of maneuver in which the attacking force seeks to avoid the enemy's principal defensive positions by seizing objectives behind the enemy's current positions, thereby causing the enemy force to move out of their current positions or divert major forces to meet the threat. A commander uses a turning movement to seize vital areas or terrain features in the enemy's support or rear area before the main enemy force can be withdrawn or receive support and reinforcements. Commanders frequently follow a turning movement by transitioning to an exploitation or pursuit. What makes a turning movement different from the other forms of maneuver is the force conducting a turning movement seeks to make the enemy displace from their primary positions in the defense and fight in an unprepared area whereas an envelopment, frontal attack, or penetration seeks to fight the enemy in the positions they have chosen, though sometimes from an unexpected direction. On March 9, 1847, U.S. forces landed 12,000 soldiers near Veracruz in the Mexican heartland, far away from the main army under the legendary General Santa Ana. Mexican troops were forced back south and had to make their way to engage the force of American soldiers, including the predecessors to Illinois National Guard's 130th Infantry and Tennessee's 278 ACR. The subsequent campaigns in the South defeated Santa Ana's army and one battle after another, and eventually resulted in the capture of Mexico City and an end to the war. The volunteer regiments involved that now make up today's National Guard were successful because they followed the tenets of a modern turning movement. They avoided the enemy's primary defenses and struck in their rear lines. They forced the enemy out of a prepared fighting area and engaged them in an alternate location. And they followed their turning movement with the transition to an exploitation and pursuit. Many veterans of the state volunteers in the Mexican War would use these battlefield lessons when they became the commanders of larger state units during the American Civil War. The turning movement employed on the battlefields of Mexico would be used again at places like Bull Run, Chancellorsville, and the Wilderness. The battlefields of Mexico in the 1840s would look very different to a commander of today, but the doctrine used in these actions by the National Guard soldiers of that era share some striking similarities. Today, a turning movement may be conducted with more modern technology, employing the airborne or air assault elements in our force structure to divert enemy forces from their prepared defenses. The waterborne assault used by Guardsmen in 1847, however, is still featured in our doctrinal publications, though we've upgraded the methods of delivery a little bit since then. So when you're planning your next offensive operation, remember to reference some doctrine and draw from the experiences of those who came before us.